Hey, today we're talking about building that product out because listen, personal brand has been struggling for quite some time. Oh my gosh, almost four years and probably almost every time about this year for the past four years, I've been like, that's it, I'm going to get it together. And the problem with trying to get it together is there really is no exact solution for service-based businesses like mine, which would be speaking and and selling my books. Um, and so because there hasn't been a solution for that, it's been hard to know exactly where to go to grow this. And I've tried almost everything under the sun, like a million checkout things. I even was lucky enough to be on a um, tester product for Google. And I thought that was the, the best solution that I had found yet. And they ended up not launching that program. Um, it was a very sad day, but you know, sometimes, and in all of the cases of what local exists for is, is this, we are building what future entrepreneurs need you know, like what rule, very specifically, rule entrepreneurs who don't want to build the next Facebook, you know, um, but but want to be successful, want to have a way to um, build their business and replace their salaries, right? That's what we're trying to help do. Not be like, oh, you're never going to get there because this is impossible. Like, it's not. It's not that crazy. We need more outlets for selling. We need more opportunities. And if we're going to do that in a safe way while keeping these jobs of ours, then there need to be more passive opportunities. And that's exactly what Local is building. You know, give those people a chance to do that in a way that helps them instead of hinders them because most small business owners are not also website developers and major marketers. And so we can help with the business side of that and we can help them learn the business side of that while they're creating an income for themselves. And when they're ready to take the reins and do all of that, they've been learning all along and they're ready. So yeah, we're, we're building out a product that helps to <laughs> make solutions. I'm really excited to see this website brought to life and um, become a thing. I'm, yeah, can't wait. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right. How do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for 
what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Banana Ness, and this is where we do dreams. And that is certainly not my name, but maybe that should be. And maybe because I was thinking about this yesterday as I reflected on my personal brand, <laughs> which for all intents and purposes is a mess. It's just a mess. I, I, I really have no good answer for that. I, I was like, okay, maybe we just own this Hannah Nuss. What do we, maybe I go Hannah Marie. Like, what do I do? Because I have all of the naming conventions, but I haven't been able to get back to them. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a mess. I love it. It's just messy. And um, what started as a mess, right, for everyone to just know, was it was messy because um, it was messy because when I started, I I had to kind of operate under just the podcast name. So it was just the death of a dream. I didn't actually even have my name under the podcast because I was still working full time. And even though I had got it cleared by my boss that it was okay to do, I was afraid to be out there promoting it. And I was definitely afraid to have my name assigned to it. And so I kind of just operated under a pen name of the death of a dream and didn't really promote or say anything about this thing. Um, mostly to protect myself, but also just to, um, yeah, stay safe, stay sane, keep moving. So that's, that's what I did. And it was fun. And the result of that was, putting a lot of things under the death of a dream, which later on I would realize that I, I want it all to be under my name. Um, that having stuff under the death of a dream while that will forever be the podcast name. Um, that isn't necessarily what I want. So, so trying to figure that out and, and trying to navigate that safely, effectively, like figuring that out. And yeah, it's, it's been a journey. So as I reflected on that yesterday, and this is my great thing, um, I just realized, like, I do want it all to be under my name, but I definitely want to have separation of name, like my, my personal page and this business page. And, 
um, you know, trying to decide what that will look like. And so I think for me, that may look like just converting my personal page or trying to get everybody to go over to Hannah Ness, like find the people who follow and and like that content and then probably sort of just do uh, I don't know that's a that is a tough one um yeah but it, it's it's gotten more complicated because I feel like my personal profile has sort of become the place where all of the business things come together and I definitely want to get that cleaned up because I want to sort of separate church and state for lack of a better term. But that's that's really important. It is. And having the ability to share things with people that is that's personally happening um separate like if I want to connect with my friends or, or people that I'm meeting along the way and, you know, we have kids doing things together and all of that, like, I definitely want that to be separate from what the rest of the world sees. Um, so working on defining those boundaries and having those conversations and I'm not um, personally on Facebook that often um, and I know that's, uh, it's, it's strange, right? Um, I am on there for my business a lot, um, as far as posting goes and creating content, but it, I think personally I've taken a step back just because that's not where life happens for me, you know? And if that's the last time that we connected was a comment on my page, like, man, I want more. Uh, and I need to figure out how to do even more in, in person. So, yeah, just working on finding those things, finding those balances, finding those checks, finding everything in this life and figuring all of that out. And it, it's it's definitely something that can sort of run away with, with you as you, you build this. It's, it's, it's something that they teach a bazillion courses on, but if you're doing it, it comes at you so fast that it's just like, I don't know, you know, share, build on whatever, whatever you have already. And it's, it's not easy. It's not easy to do all by yourself for sure. Um, and it is, it's, it's a lot to manage. It's a lot to bring people into. It's, it's just a lot. And, you know, to think that a majority of your time is spent and sometimes I feel silly. It's like a majority of my time is spent creating content. Well, is that silly? Well, no, there are people making trillions of dollars, not trillions, but a lot of money just creating content, like just recording and editing and uploading videos and photos and all of those things. And so, 
you know, content production without having a clear call to action does not make sense, but content production that leads to something where people can continue the relationship and to invest in what they believe about you is something that's important. So I am working, you know, the, the website rebuild, and we're going to break that down today, um, of local.co will be a game changer for sure. And I, when I launched my book, I was so very excited because I was like, finally, I'm going to have this personal brand thing figured out. And I am a, I I come from that world. So that's not crazy. Like, oh, you're going to have this figured out. And you know, I did the research and I looked at the web pages and I looked at what the best option was. And the best option at that point was the um, launch program that I was on for Google, um, where they were testing these personal brand web pages and they were amazing. So amazing. Um, and they had everything that you would need as a personal brand. Like, here's where you buy my things. Here's where you fill out this form so you can hire me to come do this. And it was amazing. And that I got onboarded to that program. And I'm like, this fixes everything. This is exactly where I want to send people to. It's clear. It's consistent. It's concise. It's amazing. And they ended up not launching that program, even though it was amazing. Google must've just been like, meh. We don't want to F with this. Uh, Great. (laughs) Uh, But it was amazing. And so we're recreating that product on Local's website. And it is, uh, I'm hoping that it will be amazing. And more excitingly, I think for me on the personal brand side, I will finally have a place for my webpage to live that isn't in a place that I have to create and maintain this website because I really only need the page, right? (laughs) It doesn't have to be that crazy. Um, And yeah, it it got complicated because it was like, if I was going to go this route, I would have so many different products. How do I sort of bundle all that up and, and deliver that? Well, that's a whole separate thing, but where can just this like profile of you as someone who could be hired locally to, to speak or give workshop, like where can you find those people? Well, that is what local talent will become. So excited to see that roll out and, uh, excited to sort of have built a product that should solve this problem that I was facing in my own personal brand. And the reason for not cleaning it up is like there hasn't been a great solution. Bah. You know, gosh, yeah. In a perfect world, I'd love to have my personal brand figured out. I should have had it figured out a bazillion years ago. And it just hasn't really been a focus, but not because I didn't want to, just because I couldn't really find something that solved the problems that I was facing. And so sometimes when that happens, we have to build the products. And the perfect product was the Google product. And I was so excited about that. And it is still <coughs> um, 
the call to action on my book. So it's like, yeah, that was, that was perfect. I could sell my books there. I could talk about my new courses there. You could find my podcast. You could find my YouTube page. You could find everything. And it would never come to be. Boo. Because it was awesome. Um, so we're working on fixing that book right now. I'm really excited to be relaunching under local publishing company, that first book, uh, and to sort of redesign it. And what I love is right. The, the, the life cycle of something. I think it's so very cool. My favorite thing they're having like the first edition of whatever. So the first edition of the death of a dream will look different from the second. And, uh, I think how cool, you know, some people got the original mess of a book. What a beautiful thing. And, um, yeah, just feeling super stoked and psyched about that because how often do we get that in this life? You know, where, where does that happen? where we just get to see the evolution of something and, and know that we were the one evolving that not very often. So that's my great thing, you know, starting to focus on the personal brand side of all of this. Cause I realize, like, yes, I am the face of local and because I'm the face of local, that means I have a face. There's a backstory to that. This isn't just some person who popped up on a main street somewhere and was like, you know, I think I'm going to solve these problems randomly. I just decided today I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to open this shop. No, there's a whole backstory to all of that. And my personal brand definitely needs to be standing up in that story and, and having those conversations. So, so figuring out how to navigate that. And it's exciting to be in this place where there is finally a solution. Um, yeah, it's super cool. Um, and I'm excited to continue building and figuring out that solution. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. This solution portion, when we got into the shop, it was like, okay, just get into the shop. Just figure out how we can survive um, started with like garage sale, stickering everything now at a place where, you know, we have barcodes and we have all of these things and we're not even actually utilizing barcodes and we're about to do a whole glow up, um, which is exciting. And as I was explaining to someone yesterday, it's not like you know where you need to be when you first start. Like, it's, it's, it's growth. It's crazy. How far you gotta go to make all of that happen. And how far you come in a seemingly short amount of time. And yeah, I... I am just, I'm grateful to be building right now, to be building this thing out and to even know what to build and what, what, what we need. 
based on what we've done so far. And um, just super stoked about that. Gosh, it's like, it's ridiculous, right? It's so ridiculous how much you don't know going into a business. And I feel like for how much they push knowing all of these things before you do it, I think most importantly, you go in with a completely open mind and you build according to what is needed. And I didn't, you know, if I had learned all the things that I needed to learn, I feel like I would have spent a hundred years before I ever opened. Um, Because I couldn't have known how things needed to be categorized. I couldn't have, have learned any, any more systems. Like I needed to blindly build some of these things, come up with my solution for the problem. And, you know, people ask that all the time. Well, what, what investigate or like how much learning do you do or, or where, where do you get, do you want to meet with this person? Do you want to learn from that? How, what are you doing? And I, I love learning. I absolutely do. Um, but I also feel like there's a very important part of this story <laughs> that comes from not knowing what the solution is and, and, mm, making one up. Like, I don't know what's going to make this better, but the fact that I don't know is actually really important. Because when I don't know, I can usually come up with something unique, maybe something that hasn't been tried before. And usually people will come back with like, well, I don't know. I mean, we've never done that. I don't know. You know, how do you know that that'll work? Like, I don't. I don't. And I feel like not knowing is sometimes more important than, hold on, not knowing and going is more important than sitting, researching, finding the perfect solution and maybe getting around to trying it in a year or two. Because when we're going, we can actively learn. And and even if we get the solution wrong, at least we've got momentum. At least we're moving forward. And that's all we have to do. Try something. Throw it against the wall. See what sticks. Nothing sticks. We come back. We throw it a little bit more. We throw it a little bit further. You know, we move through this process. We try out new things. And I think what what can come from taking ideas. And I love adopting new ideas and trying things that people have tried before. I really do. But I also think (coughs) as one of my um, (laughs) more seasoned colleagues in the work of our town has said about me, stupid enough to just try something different. You know? You don't know any better. And I think a lot of times that actually benefits us. 
She doesn't know what has or hasn't worked. And so she'll just try it. She doesn't know what... (coughs) Why something couldn't work. And so she'll just try it. And that fresh energy sometimes is, is most helpful. And I don't have all of the answers. I certainly do not do enough research, but I don't do research for a very specific reason. Because I want to solve the problem that's in front of me. And a lot of times I think we're, we're solving problems that just look different from a lot of places. So I'll pull in those resources if I can't find a solution myself. I will look to those once I have decided on what I think the plan should be. Once I work with my group to figure out what the solution is going to look like. Um, But yeah, it's kind of like we're developing on the fly. We're, we're deciding what needs to be built based on what we're seeing. And with the website, which is what we're talking about, um, <laughs> with the website, it was like, okay, I know that I need X, Y, and Z. And I know that I could expand even more brands if I had A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, R, T, U, V, W, X. Nope, we said X. Um, right. I know that if I had all of those things, we could expand even further. We could help even more than the entrepreneurs or the brands that are growing in the physical shop space. You know, what would onboarding different communities look like? Cause I have a lot of people like, Hey, I have this, I could sell it at your shop. Like, yeah, you could, but I don't have your community. I mean, like we are sort of niched in that way. Like, okay, this is what's in your community. The whole point of the shops is to connect you with who's there, um, to get you to know one another, know, know your grower, um, know who, who it is that you want to help and serve and, um, who you are buying from, you know, one of the favorite things that people talk about supporting local and small businesses, like knowing who these people are, you know, like knowing that if you buy something from me, if you buy that gift from my store, like, you know, my two kiddos, right? And you know that, that that might be the difference between them getting to do a dance class next year or not. I mean, literally, that's what you're doing with your money. You know, and if it's not me, it's some other small business. But like, that might be the difference between them hiring and adding an, another shift or more hours. You buying that pizza there. And it is a game changer. It is a difference maker. But 
there really are no no ways of of cleanly navigating that journey, at least in rural Iowa. It's kind of like so many people have gone online and have benefited from these online personas um, that really have no interest or reason to to come back to the community because in their minds, and I hear this from a lot of brands like, well, I don't think they'd support me. They never really have. I've always been here. Well, yeah, you probably have. And I truly believe that we are on the frontward slide of people coming down from this internet buy everything, get it in two days frenzy, because you're not going to be able to do that for much longer, Um, especially in rural neighborhoods. You're already seeing that, um, that now you have that expectation, right? That you're going to get this product in two days, but now you can't get it for two weeks. And that's about everything on Amazon right now. And so, oh my gosh, I had gotten used to that. Now I don't have that. Well, you could buy something in a day. You could, you could come down, you could touch it, you could feel it, you could ensure that it's not some piece of crap from another country that you're going to get and hate anyways. You can ensure the quality is there. You certainly can. And um, that's, that's, that's a part of what we want to do, what we want to see people doing and, and, and experiencing. And that's why we're building out this online infrastructure the way that we are, because yeah, we want you to shop the physical shop, right? But we also want you to be able to support the people in your community. And even if we can't have a physical shop, how can we help you connect with those brands? right? Maybe online, at least. I know who these people are. I can see their product. I can see their brand. Maybe I can't physically touch it like I can in the the local shop here, but maybe, just maybe, I can at least know that this person is in my community and connect with them and buy from them. Because before, everybody's sort of living in these silos of small business. And because we don't have shops on Main Street like we used to, when we were doing a really great job at building our own local economy and infrastructure, right? When we had Main Streets. Um, Because the norm now is to build online, it is is a lot of work to find who's selling and, and building things locally. And I see it every day on these little rural community online posts. Like, hey, here's, here's a bazillion, um, here are, here's a billion questions on who does this in town. Who does, who does, who's makes candles in town? Who makes soap in town? Who makes shirts in town? I mean, everything, right? 
And that's it. That's where we want to be. That is the the niche product. That is the point of the website. That is the build out. We want to fill that gap because it's like, okay, well, you could go to a million Facebook pages. You could go to a hundred Etsy pages and still never for sure know that that money is staying local. Never for sure know that you're supporting someone in your community. And it's, it's wonderful because all of those things exist. And so you can focus on spending your money small and, and supporting small businesses. Great. And we want you to be able to focus on supporting small and in your community, right? Keeping that money local, even if you don't have the main street setup that would allow you to do that. Making sure that you are able to choose where you spend that money. Making shopping local just as convenient as Amazon. And this new website rebuild will do that. And it will create that not only for physical product shopping, but also for service shopping. Yeah. Like, hey. I want to hire a speaker for this event. Guess what? Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to network. I'm going to have to find a million people, ask a million people, hey, who did you hire for the speaker? And you know what they're going to say? Oh, I hired someone out of California or Minnesota or wherever because I see it when I go to conferences. And I'm like, why aren't we using more local speakers? And I get it. Like, it's just, it is just that. It's hard to find. Well, I don't want it to be hard to find. And not that that's going to be the solution every time, but if you had access to someone local, my thought is for the benefit of your community, you would hire that person for the benefit of your county, for the benefit of your state, right? Because those taxes come back here. And build us back better. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.